You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, shot time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Damn right we're doing a Saturday podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Becky Well Boston, Mike Mitnansky, Chris Scheim. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you, buddy? I'm Mutt. I am spectacular today. We are less or just over 24 hours away from NFL Sunday, and I am thrilled. Yeah, basically there. Um, you do your prep work today. You tinker your ass off tomorrow morning for a couple hours, and then you sit back at one o'clock. Uh, and you watch some football. Uh, we ask you to subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast. If it's your first time listening, please, 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 huge help. That's all you can do to help us out. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on the uh, Apple uh, Podcast app. You can do it on Spotify, on the Odyssey app as well. We are basically going to do this every day. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, Shime. We don't have a great feel for how we're going to handle Sundays. So I don't think we'll go live tomorrow unless some massive news you want to react to live, maybe on Twitter okay. or something like that. Um, and then next week, if you missed it, we are going to try to do the Friday show. That's in. We'll put the full video up as well, in addition to the podcast. We're going to try that out next week. So we need to figure out. Uh, actually, no, I, I, not we. The producer of this show has got to figure out how to make that happen between <laughs> now and next Friday. So you got right. a project this week, Krishan. I can do that. That's easy enough. I, I know multiple ways to get us live and on the air. So don't you worry. Okay. Um, if you listened to the podcast yesterday and you took either one of my baseball bets, uh, you now have more money in your account. Yes, uh, you we do. gave you uh, Austin Voth over three and a half strikeouts. He struck out five. That was an easy win. We gave you uh, Lucas Giolito strikeouts over five and a half at even money. He struck out six. So that was a late night game. I, I saw Voth get his strikeouts. So I knew we we're going to get at least part of it right. Um, and then I woke up this morning. You do the thing, go to the box score. You slowly scroll. Oh, yeah. And bam. Six strikeouts. So one of them was even money. The other was minus 115. If you if you happen to parlay both, Chime, uh, it was plus 273. Oh, damn. So uh, nice night for us on strikeouts. Yeesh. I'll give you a quick uh, strikeout prop for tonight in the Red Sox game. That'll be If I was doing the pregame show, it would be my bet. And I, I think that these, um, especially DK, were lucky. They, uh, I'm realizing now, looking at more strikeout props, they're one of the first books to put these out. You can't even get this anywhere else right now. But Jordan Lyles, the Orioles pitcher, over three and a half strikeouts at plus 105. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to go over. So we're going back to a Royals pitcher. We're taking Jordan Lyles over uh, three and a half strikeouts at plus 105. If you thought, boy, I'm really interested in Michael Waka, they put him at uh, three and a half, and it's already been bet down to minus 170. Wow. So it's the juice is uh, flown out of there. Uh, so I can't rec- – I think he's going to strike out more than three and a half because Waka is pitching like a guy who knows he has a contract looming. Uh, and so I think he'll have over three and a half, but I, I cannot add advise at minus 170. Uh, so keep an eye on that during the day, but I'll be on Jordan Lyles. Uh, over uh, three and a half strikeouts at plus 105 tonight. Uh, 505, your first pitch between the Orioles and the Red Sox. That's the that's the, the little mini appetizer, Sham. Okay, it's about prop bets here on the Saturday edition of the BetQL podcast, uh, BetQL Boston podcast. I have a handful here, two I really like. Um, I, I, I feel like you have more, so I'm going to defer to you first, Chris Scheim. Uh, let go and, let's do these in order of confidence. So if you were okay. doing like a confidence uh, pool, those, those yep. confidence pools, th- let's start with the stuff you like best 
and we'll kind of ping pong back and forth and see what we like for prop bets this week. Yeah, I think the easiest prop bet of the week, and it's a high number. So the, the easiest prop bet of the week, he said, yes. folks. Oh boy, uh, the someone, easiest, someone is overconfident after Thursday. the easiest prop bet of the week, and it's the number looks high, but I don't think it's high enough. Uh, Jonathan Taylor rush yards right now is ninety eight and a half. As I told you yesterday when we we're making our picks, I picked the Indianapolis Colts to lay sure the seven, sure uh, and that's because Jonathan Taylor in two games against Houston last year averaged averaged. What well, this is not combined, people. This is an average yardage per game against the Houston Texans is one hundred and forty four yards. He had one hundred and forty three and one hundred and forty five. He had two touchdowns in both games. Ninety eight and a half yards is not enough. Jonathan Taylor is going over one hundred yards in Week One. They are not going to force Matt Ryan to throw the ball. A ton. I think they get up early. Jonathan Taylor is going to run the football. I love the over of ninety eight and a half for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, you you were talking about that. That that game is 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 interesting. Um, I, one thing that's changed between now and and, and uh, yesterday and today, uh, Shaq Leonard's not going to play. Also known as Darius Leonard. So yep. he's out for the Colts. I don't think I don't think Houston's terrible. Like I, I'm with you on the Colts being good this year. And our buddy Bomber Brad from Mohegan Suns FanDuel Sportsbook actually gave them out as his Super Bowl future at 20-something to 1. I think Matt Ryan's major upgrade. I'm not going to be shocked if that's a little more of a, a shootout. I'm not, it has nothing to do with your, your Taylor prop, and probably the shootout is better for you uh, as far as the rush yards go. But I, I think – I know you like the Colts. I don't think Houston's – I don't think they're the worst team in the NFL. I like the Falcons the worst team in the NFL. I agree. And I think week one, Houston's a little bit interesting – but the Taylor prop, I've seen a lot of people talk about this, Shime. You're with a lot of sharp people on this bet. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, 144 yards uh, in, in each of the, the first two, the, in each of the two games last year, basically. I, I just, I don't see how he goes under 100 yards in game one. All right. Uh, my favorite prop bet, and I gave this out yesterday, but I want to uh, resurface it because it, it's my first, it's uh, the, my favorite one, is this Mike Gesicki receiving prop. Now, I was able to get it yesterday. Admittedly, I did not pull it up today to see if DK took it down. They did take one down uh, that I liked and I still want to talk about. Uh, let's see here, Shime. Can we go? Do yeah, I, I can pull it up in? for you real quick. Uh, I'm doing it, too, on my end, but it was not on Wi-Fi for some stupid reason. There we receiving. go. There's the Wi-Fi. Receiving yards for Gesicki is down to 29 and a half. Okay, so the the – <laughs> The value uh, is sort of been bit out of it, but I, I mean, let's see here. Can I? Yeah, he's he's my twenty nine and a half minus one twenty. So when we gave it out on the show yesterday, it was thirty two and a half minus one fifteen. So I got the best of it. Um, I'm not sure I dip back into twenty nine and a half. But this is why we try to do some of these early because these, as you know, Shime, once once these start to get a little steam. Boy, the books move these really quick. Yes, they these do. Prop bets, one hundred percent. And that's where the second one. And I'll, I'll just go you know, back to back here. Uh, earlier in the week, they had posted a Debo Samuel rushing total. Shime mm-hmm. uh, on DK did at twenty nine and a half yards, and it, so it's off the board right now, probably because the Kittle injury, and they want to see his Kittle in or out. So you have to wait on this. You might have to wait until Sunday. But if they reposted anywhere near that, I love the under on Debo Samuel rushing yards for two reasons. One, Eli Mitchell's healthy. And Shanahan, as you guys were talking about, did a lot of lot of Shanahan talk in the producer show today. Yes, we did. Around, doing some errands. He loves himself some Eli Mitchell. Trey Lance is much more rushing quarterback than Jimmy G is. I think there's a potentially rest, less rushing opportunities for Debo. And, and he made a big deal last year about being the running back versus the wide receiver. They give him the big money. He's got the new contract. I think early in the year, at least, Shime, they're going to protect Debo Samuel, use him more as a receiver, especially if Kittle's out than a rusher. If DK reposts anywhere near 29 and a half yards, give me the under 
on Debo Samuel rushing yards for week one. You have to wait this thing out. I'll eventually repost it, but I want the under. Those are my two favorites, Kasiki uh, and Debo Samuel. I actually love this. And, and, and the more you think about it, right, one of the aspects of the 49ers offense last year was Jimmy Garoppolo was their quarterback. Now it's yep. Trey Lance. He yeah. is going to eat into that rushing number totally anyways. Agree. Yeah. So I I, I I love your thought process for this one. Uh, so if I actually, if I if I see that number uh, tomorrow morning when I make my drive up to New Hampshire, you can bet your sweet ass I'll be putting some money on it. And I think what would happen here is they're, they're trying to, re, like, so they, I'm sure they're thinking we put the number up because the George Kittle uncertainty, right? He's questionable. He didn't practice on Friday. Very much up in the air if Kittle's going to play for San Francisco. That that probably changes their projection on their end. Uh, it would not change my opinion at all. Whether Kittle plays or not, they're going to protect Debo Samuel. I want the under. But, again, it's not even available right now. Uh, if it's available where you are at that number, whether it's FanDuel or BetMGM, points, bet whatever, I would bet the under. So those are my two favorite chime. You're on Jonathan Taylor over. What else do you like for props uh, week one in the end? Uh, my next favorite is a number I don't think you're going to get the rest of the year, uh, and that's A.J. Brown over 64.5 reception yards. Um, I, this number will not be under 69 the rest of the season, I don't think. Uh, in in, Fiegel, in Fiegels, Philadelphia Eagles training camp. <laughs> Yeah, I combined the two. Good job by Figgles. me. Uh, Figgles. In Figgles training camp, uh, A.J. Yep. Brown has been getting three catches for every other receiver's one. Like, he is the guy in this offense, and his yardage number is only at 64.5 right now. Uh, I expect him to absolutely climb over this number. I expect A.J. Brown to have a big first day against the uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, you saw the Eagles absolutely stomp out the Lions last year, um, and I think A.J. Brown's going to be a big part of that this week. So uh, I will also be bringing back later on, once we've gone through our props, I have a same-game parlay I want to run by you, which oh, is going to include this A.J. Brown prop. All right, does this headline, does this tweet from A.J. Brown scare you? Uh, 15 minutes before practice starts, I get stung by a bee, I'm allergic. So what you see here, and it's him, he couldn't control his breathing, had needed an EpiPen shot on Friday. Are you concerned that your your prop bet guy got stung by a bee in practice on Friday? <laughs> That's amazing. No, I'm not. Uh, you wanna, <laughs> do you want to hear an even crazier story? So sure. A.J. Brown will play I'm because fine. an EpiPen will help him. He'll be fine after today. He'll be good to go for Sunday. Okay. The crazier story is that uh, one of the starting corners for the Arizona Cardinals is out for Sunday's game because he was cooking and spilt hot oil on himself. Excuse me? Yes, that happened. So a, I, forget, I forget which corner it was, but one of the starting corners for the Arizona Cardinals um, was literally cooking and spilt hot oil on himself uh, and, and is out. Wow. For week one. Wow. Well, another reason why you should stack that game out of the wazoo and daily. It was Antonio Hamilton. It's going to be a shootout. Badly burned his foot after spilling cooking oil. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I like it. Um, I have an interesting one that's tied into that game, actually. Oh, okay. I want to see if it's still there. This was on my second tier list. And, again, the, the benefit you have this week is that these books feel like they have to put a line out for like anybody Everything. who has a breath. Okay, yep, 100%. so I, I'm not sure these will be there all year, but the, the first week they want you to bet with them because you know what they're they're trying to get your they're trying to get your business uh, all year long. So I'll, I'll give you one in that same game. So the Eagles have um, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. Where you going with this? Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Uh, they want to throw to Miles Sanders and uh, Gainwell out of the backfield. Okay, so there's a lot of mouths to feed there. Yep. DK has posted a receiving line for Quez Watkins. Yeah, I saw that. 
I don't think he's going to be that involved. And right now you can bet under 22.5 receiving yards at minus 110. Uh, in fact, the over has been bet up on this. The over has been bet up. It's, it's, it's over 22.5 receiving yards, minus 120. You can play the under minus 110. Quez Watkins shouldn't have a receiving prop. There are, there are chances he gets one pass and this beats you, and you erase it. But I, I think it's more often than not, he doesn't get that deep ball. He gets like three targets, goes one for three for eight yards, and falls way short. Because, by the way, Jalen Hurts is going to run the football too. Yep. So I would like the under on Quez Watkins. This would be a tier two play for me, but at 22 and a half receiving yards, uh, I'm going to punch the under. And, in fact, if you look around, that 22 and a half you're getting on DK is better than the 20 and a half on points bet. That's been bet. Points bets in Philadelphia, that's been bet down there, 21 and a half at Rivers Resort. Uh, under Quez Watkins, 22 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I, uh, I I saw that as well. You're, and you were I, laughing. I, How did you know that was oh, – that's a good call by you. I, well, I saw it, and I go, oh, this is exactly where he's going. <laughs> Too many mouths to feed. It's that simple. I I, I don't understand it, but uh, good 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 find by you. I didn't notice it right away. That's so good tier job two. By you. Uh, what else do you like here this week, Chef? Uh So my next bet is I'm actually going to go with Christian Kirk over 55 and a half receiving yards. Oh, baby. I like this. Uh, the guy just got paid. Like it's going to be an offense. It's, they're going to throw the football against this Washington defense. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to look better than expected, and it's only at 55. He's going to be the number one receiver on this team. Like, 55 yards is not enough. Uh, give me the over on Christian Kirk, 55 and a half receiving yards. Uh, What else? Uh, next I have, I'm actually going to go to the Chiefs game. Chime has more Chime has more prop bets than I do. I am, okay, the, I, I am Mary Proppins. I always are. have been, always will be. I love prop bets. It's one of my favorite things. Um. In the Kansas City game, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's rushing yard total is only 44.5. I really like the over there. Um, I, I think you're going to see Kansas City shift to a little bit more of a power run scheme just because they're going to try and figure out exactly how their passing offense is going to work, especially in the first few weeks of the season. So I would almost like – I actually really like the idea of of taking the Chiefs' money line with the under and a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over on yards prop – and maybe even a Clyde Edwards touchdown prop as a possible same-game parlay, uh, I, I think that could really kind of work out very well um, just because I feel like that's the narrative that, that I want to set, at least, with the Chiefs in the first couple weeks of the season. So I really like that Clyde number. Um, and then a game we talked about yesterday that you actually picked was the over 52.5 in Chargers-Raiders. Well, with that in mind, I actually yep. really like Derek Carr over 266.5 passing yards and tied into that. I love Devontae Adams over 78.5 receiving yards. That number's Ooh. not high enough. People you, got are, a lot of, oh, you got a lot of overs this week. I like it's, this. It's, it's like all overs. It's And, and I think it's because I, I want to try and take advantage of what the books don't necessarily know yet. And for me, that's this Derek Carr-Devontae Adams relationship. Everyone is underrating the fact that these guys played in college. I understand it was a few years ago now, but like... The last time these two guys played together, Derek Carr threw for over five thousand yards, and Devontae Adams had seventeen hundred. Like this wow. is not this is this is not just some run of the mill relationship. Um, I understand Devontae's on a new team, but he's with a quarterback. He's played with a lot. The only quarterback he's played with more, uh, or, or more, he's played with this quarterback more than anyone not named Aaron Rodgers. Like this is the guy, Derek Carr. Um, so I, uh, I I really like this, uh, and and with that, I actually really like the idea of. Tying in your over into a same game parlay. So what about this? Derek Carr oh over two seventy nine and a half. Yep. Devonte Adams over eighty four and a half. Yep. Over fifty two and a half in the game at plus three fifty. A lot of overs. Yeah, but it, right. I don't but hate if, it. I don't if, hate it. If you feel like so, I think the point with same game parlays is you have to you have to develop a narrative, right? 
So if you yeah, are tell yourself a story. Exactly. That's kind of what it is. If you are convinced that the game is going to go over, well then either Josh Jacobs has to have a monster day or the passing offense needs to explode. And in my thought process, if they're going to go over, the Raiders are going to explode in the passing game. That's going to be Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. Those are the two guys I want to target there um, because I think Devontae Adams' number is too low. And then Derek Carr threw for 4,800 yards last year without Devontae Adams. I think that number is only going to go up now with Adams and McDaniels. So uh, I, I, I just I think if you're crafting any same-game parlays, that's what I would encourage people is – Find a narrative that you feel is appropriate for the game. If you have a conviction in one direction, how does the the rest of the game play into that conviction? And kind of that's what I'm going with. Yeah, and my last one is again one that was up and I, I can't find now. These are things I wrote down yesterday that aren't available, and I'm not I'm not sure why this one's off the board. But uh, you mentioned narrative time. I just pulled it up while you were, were talking about your same game parlay, which I like. The the Pittsburgh Steelers last year gave up uh, four thousand uh, two thousand four hundred eighty three rushing yards against. That was the worst uh, by 70 yards. The Texans were the only other team that gave up 2,400 rushing yards against last wow, year. Wow, I didn't know that. I don't think the Steelers are, are – they're a good pass defense, obviously. I don't think they're going to be a good rush deep against the Joe Mixon's number is wicked low. Well, I, I'm the, the what number are you looking at? The rushing number? Yeah. I, ha, I see him at 69.5 yards, which is – I'm, I'm okay if you want to play that game. Because if the narrative is – they want to protect Joe Bur- Burrow early, had the appendicitis, didn't work a lot with the, the Bengals receivers this year, uh, at least in training camp. Let's ease them into it. New offensive line narrative, right? They got yep. the they got Karras. They got uh, Alex Kappa. Like, they reloaded the offensive line. Lionel Collins. Let's establish the run against a bad rushing team. Divisional game. Super Bowl loser. They had a prop up of his uh, Joe Mixon's rushing attempts yep. at 15 and a half at DK. It's off the board yeah, it's right off now. The board. I would like to bet the over on that. So tied um, into that that exact same theory. The I narrative think, of let's run the football against a bad rush defense, protect Joe Burrow, trying to get back to the Super Bowl. We can't win the Super Bowl in September. Yeah, I, I actually really like that uh, that perspective. I, I think that's a really good way to approach this game because I feel like Joe Mixon's going to have a better year this year than last year because Joe Burrow himself said we need to get the ball in Mixon's hands more. Uh, and defenses are going to start playing a lot of too high uh, you know, zone defense so that Burrow can't just throw it over their head. And with that in mind, that involves a lot of Joe Mixon. On top of that, if you're going to protect Joe Burrow a little bit, you have three mouths to feed. The Tyler Boyd number is 40 and a half. Like, I very much lean under 40 and a half for Tyler Boyd in week one, right? Like, you'd assume that if if people are getting targets, it's going to be Chase and Higgins. Well, not only that, they they went out and spent money on Hayden Hurst. Yeah, and exactly. I, and I, I was late on this. I wish I had drafted a lot more Hayden Hurst in best ball this, this summer because – Joe Burrow loves throwing tight ends. Yes, <laughs> he, he does. He made uh, C.J. Uzoma a lot of money going to the Jets in the offseason. So, yes, I would agree with you. I wonder, is he lining up in the – he's the slot guy, right? Or do you think – I think it, they move it, him around. Is it Higgins I think, and Chase on the outside and Boyd on the inside? Generally, but, like, I know Chase has lined up in the slot a little bit as well. I think they kind of moved them all yeah, around. They're kind of guys. smart now. I, I was reading um, uh, the established the run guys were, had written up the, the pit, this game because I was talking about the, the mix and stuff. And they had noted – and, again, things I had missed doing other stuff this summer – Chase Claypool is going to work out of the slot this year. That's a great call by Pittsburgh. Like that's, I want that mismatch of Chase yep. Claypool in the shot and Deontay Johnson and George Pickens on the outside. So that, the, I would lean under on that Boyd number. Uh, I'm not sure I'd feel confident enough to to want to include it in, in much, only because I don't know what that rotation's going to look like. That that seems pretty fair to me, but I, I would not be, I wouldn't be running to the windows to bet anything. But I would lean under on that. Okay, with you. fair enough. 
right, what's the monster teaser here? I uh, want to hear this. So, so I was I was listening to uh, Costos and, and Lockerson do one yesterday, and I thought, this is a lot of fun to build these huge 13-point monster teasers. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so mine's not even a – so I, I, I guess I used the wrong terminology. By oh, okay. By monster teaser, I don't mean, like, the 13-point teaser. I oh, mean a, okay. like, four-leg six-point tease. Oh, baby. All right, let's – okay, let's – I will tell you which one loses you this parlay. Go okay, ahead. perfect. Teaser, so sorry. right off the bat, at the one o'clock games, Ravens Colts. Ravens, you get down to a half. Uh, Ravens by a half a point. Colts to a point. Okay, I love the Ravens this year. Yes. yes, yes. So those those would be the first two legs. The next leg, again, I love the Kansas City Chiefs. You get the Kansas City Chiefs at a pick 'em. Yes, yes, yes. And then yep. the final leg would be the Denver Broncos laying a half a point on Monday night. That's only three, right? That's four. Ravens, Colts, Chiefs, Broncos. The okay. So I'm with you on three of these. What's going to what, what might cost you? I think, and you don't think that you like the Colts anyway. So I can't talk you out of it. But the the one I like least there is Houston. Okay. The one so I like even Indy so, by a point. You still would rat you. You. Still... I think Houston rates an upset chance this weekend. Right. If I if I was doing a confidence pick for uh, dogs that could win outright this week, yep. Minnesota would be one. Atlanta would be two. Houston would be three. It'd be ahead of the Giants. It would be ahead of the Lions. They'd be my third favorite if I'm getting like, the chances to win as underdogs. Not I mean, and again, that I, I'm more I'm more high on the the Texans than I am down on the Colts. But that's just my opinion. The other three legs, how can it lose? Right, that that's one a, right there. So that's what I I'm saying. I can see you texting me saying Davis Mills to Cooks again. Yeah, D- Damian Pierce for another touchdown. I could Rex Burkhead for a six. Ca- I could. I could see you being annoyed. No Darius Leonard. First game with Reich and Matt Ryan, and you're like, oh, my God, the Houston Texans beat me. Okay, That's so here's concern. here's what I'm going to do then. That's the I am already invested. Don't let me talk you out of it, no, no, though. No, no. That's this I, 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 Mutt, I, good friends give other friends good betting advice. Good friends send so, uh, good friends to New Hampshire for a free $25 bet. Yes, they do, they do, which you did. And with that $25, uh, I will be placing this tease. I'm going to go three legs. I'm going to go Ravens. Half a point, Chiefs in a pick 'em, Broncos half a point. I, I think that what are the odds on that uh, plus one sixty. Okay, so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and turn my twenty five here into uh, an, uh into forty more uh and and double up here. And so I'm already invested in the Colts minus seven. It was one of my picks yesterday. So instead of also tying them into this tease, I'm just gonna leave them out. I'm already invested in the Colts. If I have my I have my conviction on the Colts. If they win, they win, and I hit that bet regardless. And this way, I play my tease. These are three teams I don't have already uh, money on, and this is a good way to do it. So that, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to anchor my teaser with, an, uh, with a, a pick I already have. I'm going to go with these three. Thank you for, for talking that out with me. This is why we do this. And since you brought it up, uh, if you are building out teasers, if you want my, my, my teaser totals, I, I think sometimes people forget that you can tease up and down totals yes. as part of teasers. I would love, love, love to tease down that Raiders-Chargers number. I think it's yep. very likely that game gets into the 50s. Um, so that would be – I would start number one there. Number two would be tease up that that Browns-Panthers over to 48 points. They're not – Oh, oh the under. Yeah. scoring so, 48 points. Well, so terrible. I saw, I saw that one. And tease up the San Francisco-Chicago number. I know. It's another one. They you get that up to 46 yep. and a half. I also don't hate teasing down the Tampa Bay-Dallas number. You get that down to 44 and a half for the over. The other one I like, uh, and I like yours as well. That like Patriots Dolphins at fifty two and a half. Oh yeah, I no mean, shot. 
Uh, I, I don't see there. There are some there are some nice teaser pieces for week one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how deep I'll go. Cause I have I'm, a bunch I'm of just stuff placing going my right one now, tease but. here. I'm going to put the 25. You help me one probably a couple extra shekels on it to, uh, you know, increase the value there. But that's that's the tease I'm going with. I'm going with Ravens, Chiefs, Broncos on a six point tease at plus 160. All right, best bet for Sunday, Shine. We'll get people out on this if they made it through all the way to the end. Uh, we're not going to talk tomorrow. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter, BetQL Boston. We'll tweet out some picks and ideas. Manning changes there in the morning. Uh, your best bet, someone walks up to you. You're at the Mohegan Sun FanDuel Sportsbook, which, by the way, looks amazing. Guess who Guess who was there yesterday gambling? Who? Was it you? Charles Barkley. Oh, look at that. I heard Charles Barkley in the Nice. House. I guess the, uh, the uh, Hall of Fame induction oh, is this cool. weekend. Um, so I guess him and some of the players were there, and obviously the Sun were. Uh, I think the Sun are still in the WNBA Finals, so good for them. Um, hey, hey, Shime, what, what what do you like today? What would what would be your your just your generic answer to a guy at a brewery or a sports book today or tomorrow asking you for your best bet between now and one o'clock? Yeah, as oddly as it sounds, uh, this number has now moved in my favor, uh, and so I want to hit it again. That's oh. Jacksonville plus three. Yeah, we're that, moved, it went from two and a half to three, right? I get up to the key number of three. I get that extra half point, uh, which I think is is huge. I I just I love Jacksonville over Washington. I, I'm gonna I have a little underdog parlay I'm placing with Jacksonville and the Raiders just as a shot in the dark, a couple shekels on it. That's like plus four sixty. Um, but I love 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 Jacksonville tomorrow. I think people are underrating the stability that Doug Peterson will bring to this team and specifically to Trevor Lawrence uh, and I think the Washington Commanders are an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, they hate their owner. There's going to be no fans at this game. I, I, I think Ron Rivera might be the first coach fired. So give me the Jaguars wow. plus three wow. and I even really like the money line as well. But I'm going Jaguars plus three on Sunday. I'm with you on the dog. My favorite bet is still the Vikings. Now we talked about That's it down to one. It's one and a half. Now it's down to one. So there's money coming in. It makes sense, right? So yep. uh, since we talked again yesterday, uh, Al Lazard's not going to play. David Bakhtiari is not going to play. So there's a scenario where the top two targets for Aaron Rodgers on September 11th, 2022 are Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb. Okay. Against a high powered Vikings offense. Uh, first game of Kevin O'Connell. Absolutely loaded, as healthy as they're going to be. Kirk Cousins back in the Shanahan offense. So give me the Vikings as a home dog, uh, as my favorite uh, pick. Uh, but yeah, that's, it's, it's, that we'll call it who do you like. My favorite bet tomorrow is Vikings plus one. Perfect. That's my favorite bet. Love it. Uh, Andy Hart's texting me. Uh, okay. Oh, I also, one last thing. I didn't get to mention my same game parlay with the, uh, with the Eagles to you. Um, so I wanted Let's to run it. this one by you real quick. Uh, Eagles minus five and a half because that number has now jumped, unfortunately for me. Yeah, um, but uh, Eagles, but that, all that all that buzz on Detroit is yeah, right right. Out the fading out. I was like, oh yes, the, everybody's going to be buying into hard knocks, and then it's just dissipated. But regardless, Eagles minus five and a half. AJ Brown over seventy nine and a half yards receiving. You like that? Yep. And a Brown touchdown is plus five seventy five. You're big on AJ Brown. Yep. You are big. Yeah, I'm on all in on AJ Brown, Brown week. week one. I you know, just Devontae think he's Smith the guy. is still pretty good. You know, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I think season-wise, I think Devontae Smith will be good. But I just think I think week one they are going to establish. it. Like I said, it's going to be a, an Allen and Diggs-style establishment here for Hurts and A.J. Brown, in my opinion. And so I that's kind of what I'm going with. As we're doing this, I, I could do this for another hour, but I don't want to drag this yeah, out. Yeah. I have a million things here. This is, uh, this is It really is the best time of year. I have two questions for you. Okay. okay one, DFS. Okay, this is, this is for tournaments, so you try yep. to get a little bit wacky in tournaments. Definitely. Am I crazy to think game one, 
Brian Dayball is going to unleash Daniel Jones as a rusher. And at like 5K on DK, building tournament teams around the combination of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley as the only offensive pieces for the Giants and building around those two. Is that a wild tournament take for DK tomorrow? No, I, I think I think that's a, a great way to approach it. I I personally, I'm also very down on the Titans, so that kind of helps you with my answer. Uh, I just, I don't think the Titans are all that good. You lose Harold Landry for the season. I think they've lost a lot of pieces. I don't, I don't think their offense is very good. Uh, so I, I actually think there's some upset potential with the Giants tomorrow. Wow. So I, that's not good. I picked the, I picked the Titans in uh, Survivor against. Yeah, the I would not have done that. I did, I, yeah. That's that's a tough pick. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't hate stacking Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, uh, in Week One here. All right, and then uh, today's a big day. Not tomorrow's a big day, but today today's a bigger day in this household, Chris Shine. Oh boy, it's opening day of flag football. Oh, uh, nice! I coach both kids. Uh, one plays on the K two team, the other plays on three four. I run the offense Oof. for both teams, which okay, is McDaniels. the hardest part because you got to walk over and draw it up. Uh, any trick play ideas for flag football this year? Mm. Have you given them the old Statue of Liberty? Uh, you can, and with the older kids especially, you send everyone deep. You have the quarterback bounce around, looks like he's going deep. Then, bam, you hand off, run. So that's a good, like we call it, delay. Yep. But you're right. Yeah, Satchel Liberty play is good. Uh, misdirections are really good at the K two level because the kindergartners okay. don't quite know where the ball is going. So misdirection is big. So we play the early game is at four. Next game is at five. So if I'm not responding to your gambling text today, it is opening day of flag football and the challenge for Chargers. Uh, the K two team lost in the titles lost in the title game a year ago. Uh, the three four team did not win a game, so Damn. we were, we were <laughs> we were vastly different. Cool. So we're trying to even that out this year. So That's we're fair. about to go outside and practice some handoffs. We're gonna work, uh, listen to some podcasts while we're doing it, and I'm pumped for football. Hell yeah! Uh, I I will be at Idle Hands Brewing today for Oktoberfest. Oh, in the dunk tank. Yes, I will be in the dunk tank from three to three thirty, uh, and then I will be hanging out, enjoying the Stein hoisting competition at five, dunking Fitzy in the tank at six. It's gonna be a day. It's gonna be a great day. Could you could get a four pack and throw it in the fridge, put a little sticker on it, say mud for mud only. Uh, I might really have could. to do that. Might have to pick one up for you. I mean, guy, guy, somebody who hands you a free $25 bet in the great state of New Hampshire. That's true. And then told you how to then get it because you weren't getting it correct. I think <laughs> I helped you out there. It's 25 you bucks. You did. You, when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Uh, and what – I sorry, last job, last one for me. What is the Shime go-to football snack as we get into the uh, the first Sunday of the football mm. season? It, I, I'm a big <laughs> cravings guy, so, like, it really kind of depends on the day. Um, this Sunday, however, I will be cooking up. I will be making some nice home or some not homemade, but some nice pretzels that I got. Eastern Standard Provision pretzels. They're oh, delicious. We got some of those too from Fenway Park. The kids love them. Oh, those they're awesome. so good. So I'm gonna cook a couple of those in the oven. Uh, it'll just be me and the dog all day Sunday. Girlfriends at a hockey tournament. I am, I am through the moon. It's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, I got those. Um, I saw a recipe on Instagram. For those little smokies, like the middle, not many hot dogs, but many little sausages. Yeah, yeah. You put them with barbecue sauce and grape jelly. Put on the grill for ten minutes. Ooh, doggy. So the boys are getting little smokies tomorrow. Before nice. Day. All right. Subscribe, rate, review. Subscribe, rate, review. Please, please. We're doing Saturday. It's Saturday morning. We just yap for like thirty something minutes. Yep. Um, it's free to you every day. All we ask: subscribe, rate, and review. We'll tweet it out uh, later on today or tomorrow. Your best bets. Reply there on Twitter. BeckQL Boston uh, with your best bets for the weekend. Shime. Uh, any breaking Patriots news stuff, maybe we'll hop on Twitter Live tomorrow, but I don't expect it. We'll be back to recap this entire weekend on Monday. Uh, we are both on the Dolphins laying the points. Uh, I am on the Vikings plus one. 
and you're on the Jags getting three against the Commanders. Yes, sir. Cannot wait. All right, buddy. We'll talk on Monday morning. Good luck tomorrow. I can't wait. Enjoy Sunday.